Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow man, hoping we can make Yeah, well, we we think we can make it better here, but, you know, we've found out that it's not us. We're not going to make it better. We're going to, well, we are, but we're going to make it through the power of Christ in our lives, and by, that means that we're going to show up and we're going to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to speak through our lives, and that means through everything in our lives, and uh, the good and the bad and, and the, the, the whole picture. So uh, that's what we, uh, that's, and that, that's all because of God's grace towards us. And uh, that's, that's what we believe is, is a message that we want to spread all over the world. And uh, that's what we're talking about here at the catch. We've been talking about it for about seven years, and uh, and and plenty of years before that, um, I've been talking about it through writing and my music and things like that. But uh, this has been fun to see where we're developing and what we're going into. Uh, Blog Talk Radio is every Tuesday night. Um, at 6 p.m., and I, I have the privilege of, of bringing, uh, introducing you, our listeners, and our fellow members of the catch, uh, to just some really great people that I have gotten to know through my life and various stages in my life. And uh, tonight, Tonight is no exception. Tonight we actually have a guest we've had on a couple times before. Um, he is actually a former classmate of mine from Wheaton College, um, class of 1969. And um, uh, Wayne grew up in Central California. And Central California is not what you normally think of as California. It's a little bit more like Iowa. Uh, there's uh, dairy cattle and farms and orchards and all that kind of stuff, migrant workers everywhere, and uh, people from, believe it or not, uh, all over the world somehow end up in Central California. And uh, that's been the amazing thing for me to to understand about uh, our guest is that even though he's from this little town in Central California, um, he has a global perspective, not so much because he's traipsed the globe, but because the world has come to them. Um, and we've talked about that before uh, on, uh, on our, when we've had um, this guest on before. But, but tonight we're going to take a little bit of a different tack. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about 
Wayne's life. And uh, he's, he's agreed to share with us uh, pretty openly uh, about some things that he's gone through in his own life that will relate to our study on 12 Steps. Because uh, the, the beauty of the 12 steps is that we believe they allow us to face into our lives as we really are. And uh, so that's where this all fits in tonight. Uh, Wayne is a pastor uh, in Modesto. And uh, he has had some, uh, some interesting experiences. We could talk a long time about all those. But we're going to talk about his personal life tonight so please welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Wayne Bridegroom. Welcome, Wayne. Glad to have you back. Thank you, John. It is always such a pleasure to speak with you. <laughs> could you could you imagine, you know, when when we were fooling around like crazy college kids that we'd be doing this when we're seventy years old, talking <laughs> on the radio. And, Huh? Uh, didn't, Isn't that amazing? Didn't, didn't have a clue. That's <laughs> amazing how many things have changed. <laughs> On the other hand, it's amazing how many things are the same. Yes, exactly. And uh, you're still, you're still where you grew up, basically general area. The whole world mm-hmm. has come to you, and uh, you've had some amazing experiences. Uh, but you were talking to me uh, earlier today, Wayne, about oh, about 15 years ago, when it, in your ter- your words, you hit the wall. And uh, mm-hmm. um, since we're talking about the 12 steps, which which have us being really honest uh, from the get go, um, I, I would love to have you paint that picture uh, for us all. Especially, and I want everybody to realize here: you're a pastor, you're a leader, you're a spiritual leader, uh, going through this experience. Um, tell hmm. us, tell us what hitting the wall was uh, was all about for you, Wayne. Uh, well, I think John, the first thing I'd have to say is is that. Um, uh, in contrast to the twelve steps, I probably wasn't. Uh, no, there's no probably about it. I I I wasn't very honest with myself. Um, uh, uh, to me, um, uh, being an okay person uh, um, meant performing well. And uh, uh, y- you know, when you <laughs> when you grow up on a family dairy in Central California, it's there's no such thing as a uh, a vacation. It's just work, work, work. The the cows have to be milked morning and evening, and 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 that was just the ethos in, in which I was raised, and and I I carried that over into the pastorate. Um, you know, working. I I mean, I never kept track, but I'm guessing at least sixty hours a week. You know, week in and week out, and year in and year out. And um, uh, uh, frankly, it. It, it caught up with me, and um, I was um, at a um, retreat in South Lake Tahoe with is a, about a dozen folks, I think, from from our church, and um, and things were going things were going well. Um, 
But then the last uh, morning we were there, Sunday morning, uh, I was uh, um, in one of the upstairs bedrooms alone. It's kind of hard to describe, except it was as if just this humongous, dark, uh, scary cloud uh, came over my life um, that it was um it was just like a dogged depression was 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 what it was mm. and it was so it was so deep it was so real that i i literally came up with a uh a suicide plan and uh you know all i had to do was just get everybody else to go home and and leave me there alone and quote unquote oh i'll come home later but of course that wasn't my plan. I was I was going to do away with myself, and um, that was um, wow. I don't know. I don't. That was that was scary, John. It was it was it was really it was really scary to be in that place. I, I remember um, thinking, rationalizing to myself, "Oh, good night. What's this going to do to Beth? Uh, what's this going to do to you know our kids?" And mm-hmm. and then I mm-hmm. thought, well, man, they're you know, <clears throat> they they know Jesus. They'll 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 work through this thing. And um, anyway, it was it was in the midst mm-hmm. of that just deep deep darkness that um, uh, someone called from downstairs and said breakfast was ready. And uh, <clears throat> so I went um, went downstairs at eight. We had one more session left that morning, and I remember saying to myself, oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't have to leave this. I, I don't remember who did, but it was one of the other folks that was there. And then mm-hmm. um, uh, at, the end of, at the end of the session, um, 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 the, I, I think uh, Bill was the chairman of my deacon board at that time, and there, there might have been others, but I, just, I, I seem to remember Bill speaking up and saying something to the effect of, I just sense that we need to pray for Pastor Wayne and his wife and the the the, the entire group uh, laid hands on us and 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 several people prayed and I just I mean it was and you, you talk about grace it was just a gift of God's grace the, the, that that dark cloud it just it lifted it was it it was gone but mm. the the uh the effects of it were, you know, not gone because it took me three, if not four days, uh, to uh, to tell Beth, um, you know, what I had um, been through there, and then um, um, she, uh, um, uh, you know, how our wives are. <laughs> she wisely insisted mm-hmm. that. Uh, I, I, I needed to go see a, uh, uh, a Christian therapist, and um, uh, and of course she she went with me, and and we had had the uh, good fortune of of, uh, of of knowing this man in town through you know previous connections, and um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway he he helped me work work through you know uh, just a, a number of issues, but basically John I had just um, uh, I just worked my buns off as a means of being able, on the one hand, to think good about myself, but 
but on on the mm. other hand of burying the issues that you know as I look back at it I think I I kind of subconsciously knew they were there but I didn't really want to deal with them I didn't really know how to deal with them and so my solution uh, you know was to just put in more and more hours and of course Beth was saying honey you know you need to slow down you know you got to spend time with the kids yes I know I need to and but I I just um anyway I was I was just in 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 uh the the, the grip of of having to uh, perform and and certainly to the point where as I went to see a, a, a doctor in, in our church later on, my serotonin level was shot. Um, my vitamin D level, was, I'm still having to take vitamin D just because my, my vitamin D level was, was so shot as a, a result of the way I treated myself. And so anyway, that was one, one really, really scary time, John, that I, 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 I don't ever want to go through again. Uh, and, um, Anyway, but it certainly has helped me to um, be mm-hmm. empathetic with with people who, you know, suffer from depression. And and then uh, Dr. Henman, the therapist, uh, was just he, he he was an incredible help because uh, uh, there was a time um, uh, when I could I I could just feel that that dark cloud coming coming over me again. But he had you know he had given me the tools to. Uh, uh, mm. deal with it and, 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 and work through it and and no doubt the medication that I was taking, uh, I was taking the Fexor at the time um, um, that helped um, so I, you know, all, all I can say is God was good, just really really, really good mm. um, but I, you know, yeah. I don't want to go there again and and, and yeah. uh, I don't know, one, one, one of the things <laughs> it's um, one of the things that I, well, John, you know, I mean, we were roommates, and so, you know, I'm just, you know, do, 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 you know, life has to be in, in, in order, and and one of the things, uh, well, two things that Dr. Henman told me that were uh, 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 so important. Um, one is is to just notice just notice what's going on around me because I, I, mm. I had this habit of if things didn't, if, if things weren't going uh, right, I, I would blame myself and say, oh, Wayne, there you go again. Well, yeah, yeah. Are you ever going to get your act together here? Blah, 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 blah. You know, that kind of, of, of self-talk. Um, mm. and, and, but instead of that, to just notice. Just notice what's going on. No judgment. You know, just notice. And um, I, I found that incredibly helpful. And then the other thing was um, uh, every morning when I walk out the door to to say to Jesus, okay, Jesus, let's go on an adventure together today. Um, mm. You know, because I just, well, I mean, you you know, there, there was this rigidity about me. And, uh, and, and, but to go on an adventure with Jesus, well, that was okay. So that helped me get out of the rigidity. So, but at any rate, uh, uh, yeah, hitting the wall was was no fun, and and it involved uh, I 
I'm trying to remember now, I would say probably a, a year to a year and a half of, of therapy and um, uh, uh, medication. I, I'm, I'm not on the effects or anymore. I'm okay, but uh, I'm still taking the vitamin D and, and magnesium that I had just, mm-hmm. you know, worn out of my body. And But that just scared the living daylights out of me. It was, that was... Oh. <laughs> it's scary Wayne, to be so depressed, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's real. That's definitely real. Uh, did, did you now? Did you share any of this with your people, with your congregation? Uh, oh, yeah. It was. Uh, I've I've been in the I've been in the church there, same church since 1973 you know, just four years after we graduated. And uh, wow. for the first eight and a half years, I was I was uh, 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 bivocational uh, assistant pastor, and then Pastor Knowles died of a cardiac arrest. And, and uh, so the church, you know, asked, asked me to take over. So uh, been there, you know, been there a long time. The, the, the people knew me. One of the ladies in the church actually actually had a nickname for me. She called me Mr. Puddleglum. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was that was before I learned to go on adventures with Jesus. Um but um <laughs> yeah. so um yeah anyway it was um uh, there was I I don't know there were I don't know I don't know how to say it. It's it's I remember in seminary, it was like, well, you know, have your friendships with people outside the church, uh, with other pastors and, 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 and so on. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get, you don't want to get too emotionally tied, you, you know, to your own people. That was just the general advice back in those days. And, but, wow. you, you know, we're a, we're a small congregation and I've never really been over 75 people. Uh, on "quote unquote" the wrong side of the tracks, which, as you know from our previous conversations, has been a, a delightful mm-hmm. thing. But there was no, um, um, yeah, I, I think all that added together made it um, um, a lot easier for me to be transparent uh, with the uh, congregation. Okay. And then on top of that, actually, mm-hmm. um, uh, Beth has been part of the church since 1964, since she was a senior in high school. So, you, you oh. know, we just have this long, long history with this. The um, just um, so I I I was able to share and <clears throat> um, uh, you know, it's, it's especially the bit of going on an adventure with with Jesus and the noticing bit, and I found. I found people in the in the congregation then talking back to me about that because, you know, they found that so helpful, and and then there was um, uh, one of the um, men in the church. He was so uh, Neil was had to be in his thirties at the time, and uh, he was a, a social worker for the county, and I <laughs> I remember him saying uh, it was. Uh, during a Sunday morning service, uh, and I I don't remember the context, but I remember Neil saying, "Man, it is so much fun to just to, to watch our pastor get well right in front of us." And 
I just, <laughs> you know, I just, I count that as an incredible blessing because, you know, I think in many congregations, you know, they would have kicked me out and kicked me to the curb, you know, but uh, uh, mm. these folks mm. did not. And, and they just, um, they just, they just loved me and it was, uh, it was mm. okay not yeah. to be um, pastorally perfect, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. And so anyway, I'm just incredibly grateful for that. Did you did you notice Wayne any um, any maybe an increase in their ability to be more transparent um, in response to you being that way? Um, the, the the church has, to some degree, been relatively transparent, but. Um, uh, uh there there has been a, uh, a a much greater degree of transparency since then uh to uh to the point now um there is um there's there's just some genuine openness as to you know what we what we struggle with and and uh i guess that's a in part john it's a benefit of a small congregation uh because it, mm-hmm. it's it's harder to pull the wool over over everybody else's eyes because, well, I've known you since college and I'm seventy now, <laughs> you, you know, and <laughs> and um, it just it's um, um, yeah that's it it, uh, it it seems like virtually every Sunday there there is some good degree of transparency from at least at least one person, I think the most profound thing for me was um, we had a a family in the church. Uh, She came and um, uh, their two sons came. And let me see, I'm trying to remember. I think they were probably uh, late high school, if not college age at the time. And, um, uh, the uh, the dad there got involved in an internet uh, relationship with some gal up in Canada and um, uh, and and just disappeared. Used a credit card to buy a pickup and disappeared. And uh, but one of the sons was very very adept at the computer and was able to dig into his dad's computer and find out what was going on. And at any rate, so the mother and the two sons drove up to Canada and. I won't, you know, give you all the details, but the 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 point is is that is that uh, he had known what was going on with me, and had had not been part of the church, but he would come, you know, maybe for Christmas or something like that, and that that was that was the point that you know where he knew he was loved so much by his. Um, by his wife and sons that they would go to that extent to bring them back. And, mm. but, but then the thing is, is that he started to come to church on a regular basis and, and he has said out loud a couple of times to the congregation, you know, that the, 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 the reason he was able to come was because he did not, he did not fear being condemned because 
you know, he knew the pastor was a screw up, and so it was okay for him to be a mess also. And and uh, and that's probably the most profound experience in that regard. But uh, uh, it yeah, has it, it has emanated yeah. throughout the entire congregation. That's great. That's great. Um, Wayne, when you first told me this story, um, you used the word addictions a, a couple of times. And I realized that you were talking about work and um, mm-hmm. that you were, in a way, addicted to work. And I, I don't think that, you know, we normally think about that. That's actually one of the reasons I wanted to have you. Uh, on the show tonight because I wanted you to talk a little bit about that because, um, you know, I think we all, uh, maybe I don't, you might agree that we are all addicted to something. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and there, so let's not just pass this 12 step AA thing off on, on alcohol and drugs, you know, Let's mm-hmm. realize, wait a minute, we're all in, in this thing together. Um, so yeah, yeah. tell me a little bit about why you chose that word and how, you know, how you related to, to work as, a, as actually an addiction. Yeah, it was, I, I think it was uh, during the uh, process of, uh, of, of therapy that, that um, <clears throat> truth, dawned on me i mean you know pastorally i've dealt with uh uh, uh drug addicts and 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 uh those uh, struggling with uh, alcoholism um over the years uh people in the neighborhood people in the church and i i don't it, it just dawned on me that good night wayne you're no you're no different than people that you know struggle with drugs or alcohol or whatever it might be you know, you just, you, you just, you have to work in order to get your fix as it were, so that you can Mm. feel good about yourself. And, um, Mm. but the thing, the thing about work is, you know, you go back to the Protestant work ethic and then of course growing up the, the, you know, the way I did. And I, I mean, I'm not knocking that, but it's, it's just, when you grow up on a family dairy and you're milking the cows, you know, morning and evening. And, and, and that's just simply how life is. It is, it is work. Um, um, I, 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 I viewed, I viewed work as good. Matter of fact, John, I was, if I can use this term, I, I was, and I, I, I have said this to the congregation multiple times for me, I was so addicted to work if I can put it this way, work was fun. Play was work. I hated to play. I didn't know how to play because I was, I was, if you will, so addicted to work. I just, I had to, I had to work so that I could feel good about myself. That's, and the, and the crazy thing, John, is I, I knew better. I I mean, no, how did, no, that's not the right way to put it. Um, I knew that my identity as to who I am is is I'm a son of God. I've been born again. I'm Jesus' little brother. The King of Kings is my big brother. I, you know, that's that's my identity. That's that's who I am. That's what I preached. 
I, I knew that in my head, mm-hmm. but the reality in my life was, was that my uh, identity was all tied up in, in work. I was just utterly, I don't know how else to put it. I was addicted to work because I had to work so that get on with life so that I could feel good in life so that I could feel good about myself. And that's, that's why I use the, 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 yeah. the word addiction and yeah. I'm, I'm still not, I'm still not good at play, but I'm a whole lot better than I was 15 years ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's great. That's great. Well, you know, if you, <laughs> We 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 worked on you, Wayne. If you can remember, we always were trying to loosen you up. We were trying to get you to play, but back in college, you still couldn't do it. You know. <laughs> no, I I, oh, I I know I I couldn't. Every everything was everything was serious, <laughs> you know. And and yeah. But you know, as, as as I look back to quote hitting the wall as absolutely frightening and terrifying as that time was uh, you know now that I'm roughly 15 years beyond that uh, uh, the only thing I can say is thank God thank God thank God you, you know that he mm. that he loved me enough that he allowed me to hit the wall so that things could change and and then also uh, uh, just this, the, the, the whole bit of, of, of noticing that helped me, you know, because mm-hmm. for, for me, work, 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 work kind of went hand in hand with a judgmental spirit. And, and, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, and, and so, you know, in the process of process of dealing with the addiction of work, you, you know, God, uh, 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 really just took the undergirdings of that judgmentalism uh, out of the way and and it's like hey if if if, if I can be the mess you, you know that I was and and if I can if if I can be honest about it in in front of other people you know then it's perfectly okay for everybody else on this planet to be a mess as well and and then it's like oh Jesus loves me even though I am a mess, even though I'm really a mess, you know? And it just, you know, it's had a profound impact on, on my walk with the Lord as well. That's, it's, 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 I mean, I don't want to go through it again. Don't misunderstand me. But having been through it, it, it uh, Jesus has brought some marvelous things out of it as a result. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and yeah, I want to, where amazingly our time is up, it goes fast. But um, I, I'm, I want to read the first three steps of 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 the twelve steps really quickly here. Just going to fly right through them, and then I'm going to make a a, a, a one last ask you one last question. Okay, so here we go. Okay. We admitted we admitted that we were powerless over. Uh, alcohol, but we'll say work for you. We admitted we were powerless over work, that our lives had become unmanageable, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves 
could restore us to sanity, made the decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Mm him. Um, Mm -hmm. When I, when you hear all those things, what, what you hear right off is, is you go, well, we've done that. That we, these are familiar words to us, Wayne. We grew up in the church. We talked about Mm -hmm. that. We talked about giving our lives to the Lord. We talked about surrender. We talked about God is greater than us and and that we need him every day. We depend. What makes it different? What, you know, we've used all these words. Suddenly now, as we're older and wiser, um, what what makes it what makes this any different? Is it just deeper or, or, or do you not understand what I'm trying to get at? I, I may not be asking the question yeah. very well. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I understand it. As you were reading that, John, I was just saying, yep, that's me. Yep. That's me. <laughs> yep. That's me. Uh, uh, but I, I think, uh, you know what, I, I mean, as, as, as a preacher, for how many years have I tossed the word sin around? And, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner at all. You, you know, but we, 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 we talk about sin, as we should, you know, all the time. And I, I, I have a much more profound appreciation for what Jesus did for me dying on the cross and inviting me into the kingdom so that I might, you know, learn to walk with God as Adam and Eve were walking with God before sin came into this world. Um, I have a much more, I have a deeper appreciation for that because uh, as a result of, of, of this work addiction, I, I just, I, I realize that sin is more deeply embedded in not only our individual lives, but it's more deeply embedded in 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 our society than than I had ever than I could ever comprehend mm. before. Mm. And mm. so, thank <laughs> thank God for His love. I'm so glad. I'm so glad the Scripture says God is love, because baby, yeah. without that, without His grace. We we really would be up a creek without a paddle, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I just think sometimes maybe we as evangelicals we we use the word sin maybe just a little bit more lightly than what we ought to because uh, it it is um, it is profoundly deep both on an intellectual level I mean on a individual level and on a uh, cultural level. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. That's great. Wayne, I can't thank you enough for being my guest tonight. And uh, kind of like old times, great to talk with you. It's <laughs> yeah. always great to talk with you. <laughs> Indeed. And, it, it's, uh, it, it's fun, John. And I hope, yeah, by the way, I, being... I, I hope you're, wel- you're welcome. I, I hope to get down to Southern California with my family in at, in the tail end of June. Ah. So. 
maybe we can connect. Oh, cool. That would be great. Yeah. That would be wonderful. All yeah. right. Yes. Well, All right. Wayne, thank, thank you for bearing your soul a little bit uh, for us tonight. And uh, uh, I just pray that uh, God continues to bless you and and the people you touch um, and keep you uh, keep you walking in his grace and his, his <laughs> Amen. beautiful Amen. love and forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Wayne. Thanks so much, John. All righty. We'll talk soon. Okay. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Well, good night. Okay, you guys. That was great, huh? Huh? Great to hear just, uh, you know, from a pastor talking about addiction and where those steps, they're just the basic steps that we all you come to Christ in, but we do it in new and in fresh ways. We keep walking in this. We keep seeing our powerlessness. We keep understanding how much we need to depend on him. And, uh, we need to keep turning our will over to him. So this is this is a great, great personal reminder. I want to thank my thank our guests. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends about Blog Talk Radio. There, all the past ones are podcasts. Uh, just wherever you're listening right now, if you got a few more minutes, you start scrolling down. Look at look at who some of our guests are and what. Some of the topics are we talk. This is this is some wonderful stuff here, you guys. That uh, we've got some treasure here. Um, so I I just I just hope you'll start to mine some of it, and uh, and 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 then I hope you are are uh, getting the catch every day. Uh, sign up if you aren't, and and if you are, get your friends to sign up. We uh, we really want to increase our readership um, and our reach because that means the gospel of welcome, grace turned outward, can get out further into the world the more people we have on board. So God bless you. Thanks for listening. Uh, Take care. Thank you, Wayne. See you next week. 